0: But the soul of leadership is influence. And why do I say influence is the soul of leadership? Because you're not pushing somebody to be their best. You're not pushing somebody to do a task. You are inspiring somebody else to help them become their best and do their best and help others as well.
1: Your inner voice has been drowned out by the noise around you, but you've always had a deep desire to make a difference. And now you're ready to step into your greatness and develop the identity you need to build towards your ultimate goal. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Making the world a better place by unleashing human potential will help you create your own reality by increasing your self-awareness, cultivating an unstoppable mindset, and finally finding the passion, purpose, and true self so that you can live the life you are always destined to live. Now, welcome your host, a lifelong learner and growth mindset savant, a former architect turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Tibor Nodge.
2: What is up Mindset Nation? Welcome back to the Mindset Horizon podcast. My guest today is Divya Parak who has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants and leaders from a wide array of industries who are ready to play full out, experience the joy of impacting others and expand their reach, business and revenue. Together, they go to work to achieve success through coaching, authorship, consulting, authority positioning, media exposure, course building, speaking, and strategic marketing. Also, Divya loves holding Get Work Done retreats and speaking at leadership, entrepreneurial, and women's conferences. She's an avid proponent for oceanic sustainability, nature communing, and mentoring young students and women creating opportunities for themselves and their communities. At the beginning of today's episode, we talk about Divya's personal story and entrepreneurial journey. She also talks about her heroes in her life and the importance of becoming aware of your core values as an entrepreneur and leader. In the middle of the episode, we dive deeper into how to define one's core values and Divya shares a free assessment with the listeners that can help them define their core values. Closer to the end, we talk about leadership and, as Divya says, the soul of leadership. And she also talks about her latest book, Expert to Influencer, How to Position Yourself for Meaningful Impact. In the end, Divya recommends books to the listeners and shares her mission and talks about the legacy she wants to leave. If you want to find out more about today's guest and check out the free resources, book recommendations, and detailed show notes, simply head over to our website, MindsetHorizon.com forward slash podcast. That's again, MindsetHorizon.com forward slash podcast. You can also use the search bar on our website where you can simply type in Divya Parak to find the episode's show notes page. And so Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's welcome today's guest. Hi, Divya, and welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast.
0: Thank you for having me, Tabor.
2: Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it. And so you are an award-winning business relationship advisor, coach, international speaker, and 10-time number one international best-selling author. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And so you support entrepreneurs, leaders, achievers, turn their unique message into an inspiring movement. And you do this by helping them communicate their message through business-focused and personalized platforms, including book writing, podcast, speaking, media exposure, and so forth. And so, in this conversation, I I want to talk about um, your latest book, and maybe more importantly, uh, leadership mindset and how to become an influencer. But first off, I want to start with your story. So. Uh, How did you get where you are today, becoming a coach and 10-time best-selling author? So talk to us a little bit about your story.
0: Absolutely. I like what you said a little bit because if I went on and on, probably we would be sitting here for the rest of the day because not that I'm a dinosaur and I'm ancient, but it's a lot of life experiences and, and we bring stories. So I'm just going to give a Reader's Digest version of it. (laughs) yeah so it all began I have to talk about my dad because he was one of my heroes as I grew up you know very fortunate to have him I just want to share like one story so one time when I was young right across where we lived we were very fortunate to have a Nice house, and in front of the house there was a farm, and there were some trees, very few trees inside it, which are called neem N-E-E-M. And it's like antiseptic trees, and there were only two of them there. And what was happening is because of their medicinal properties, you know, a lot of people were cutting down the trees and they were kind of becoming rarer. And mm-hmm. this is sometime back. This is on somebody else's property. And my dad, you know, was probably very young, six or seven years old. And when anybody would come to cut it, he would go on their land and just hug the trees. There were two trees and he would go from one to other. And then finally, people got so tired and they said, okay, you know what? We will leave the trees alone. And just kind of seeing that and also seeing him help other people. He would never tell me much. He was a very quiet person, but he modeled. So what I learned was it's just not telling somebody to do what you do, but it's about living it. And Mm. that said, another thing that I learned from him was that you cannot please everyone because the way... He acted, right? So, for example, he was hugging the tree. Nobody, you know, a lot of people, that most of the people did not care. But what it did was it did upset and made a lot of people angry because now you're stopping the traffic. People are, you know, inconvenienced and just so many different things. And I would like to share something else also. So basically, like I saw that when I was growing up. And also, you know, my mom was big on giving back to the community. So Mm. that really formed a solid foundation for me. So what it did for me was it brought that lifestyle within my lifestyle because it became my core values where I learned to care about things that just outside of myself. It was caring about others. It was caring about people, caring for a cause which is for the greater good, not just, you know, caring for my own thing or just caring for people, but how it impacts the community and the bigger picture. So as I grew, you know, I'm a person who was very interested in science. I went into biochemistry research and associate professorship and working with students. It was, again, you know, what was the story behind the student not performing well or in research lab, you know, working colleagues and working with Fortune 50 companies, working with thousands of entrepreneurs, achievers, leaders, professionals across six continents, was not about what I was going to teach them, but what was the story behind where they were at, meeting them where they are. It became not about me, but about people. And it was just not only the intention to help people, but an intention to live it and then once it becomes part of living and you know, it just comes to you naturally so as i progressed i was in fortune 50 company and when people were laid off it was very heart-wrenching to see you know these were my friends and co-workers that i had worked with and especially if you are in pharmaceuticals and if you are working with science you know where you're making vaccines things to run at night as well because cells don't stop growing or you cannot tell a biological system. Okay. You're done. <laughs> you know, I got to go. Home. Yeah. So these are people I had spent nights together with as where uh, you are, you know, because you're working on the floor. It's not like you're working in the tower. So it's, it's just kind of, you know, connecting and people being walked off at a moment's notice. It touched my heart very much. And what I decided was that, OK, what is it that I can do where I can make a difference, whether it's even if it's creating few jobs or more jobs and it's a tougher road. It's not an easy road where you're an entrepreneur when you're traveling that road. And yet I decided to move forward. And from there, you know, here I am as a coach and an advisor and a person, first of all. And a lot of times when people ask, you know, to me, it's not about the titles, it's about your essence. And when you're talking about that essence, essence is when who you are outside as a person, it's not like, okay, you know what? I'm a marketeer or I'm a CEO, I'm a director, or I'm a mom or I'm a dad. No, who are you as a person? So When people ask me that question, I always say that I strive to be like an ocean because an ocean, you know, if you kind of think about it, so many different facets. And The biggest thing that I love about ocean is Mm. it's an ecosystem which allows everybody to thrive. And when a tide rises, that's when it will lift all the boats. You know, it's not just about lifting one person or having one surfer. It's there for everyone. It's about the greater good. It's about humanity as a whole. It's about just like being, right? Ocean is just being. It's not for any cause or for anything. It is living. It's not just existing. It's moving beyond that existence to being in complete and no other definition needed. And nature is my biggest mentor. And of course I have got coaches. Well wow. Essence. And from moving there, you know, I have written 14 to 15 books and I've helped over 120 people and counting to give voice, meaning and bringing that story to people. When you give voice and meaning to that message that they have, much more powerful because you are reaching a whole lot more people. And think about it, right? Your experience is going to be different than mine. And when I help you and partner with you to bring your message to more people, then that experience is helping somebody that I cannot help with. So to me, the power of what I do is that when I help others bring their message to other people, because I'm, reaching more people because not everything in my experience is going to connect with other people, but what I'm helping other person, you know, their experience may connect with somebody else's and that somebody doesn't know about them. Mm. Or if some, or if they're keeping their message to themselves, then things are not going to change. And as we talk about the journey coming to be who I am is also like a story for me is that, knowing the boundaries right so for example yesterday so this is there was somebody on linkedin and before i used to think linkedin was a place where it's a professional and you connect to build you know you move from context to connections and this uh gentleman a very nice young person you know kind of reach out and then it starts out and it's again like about oh you know i'm going to educate you very nicely and yet i knew sales pitch would be coming at the end of the conversation so i shared that hey listen like you know if you if you are going to go into a sales conversation by the end of this call then you know why don't we stop our conversation here because you know i value your time i value my time and this is something people don't expect but i want to be pitched to if uh there is need like, you know, it's about finding out first if there's a need for those services for a person or not. It's about building a relationship. And then that mm. really took offense. And mm. to me, it's like, again, you know, like I said, you know, with my dad, you cannot everybody. And time, folks, time is the most valuable currency to me. You know, we only yeah. have those 24 hours in a day. And scientists tell us that, you know, got to sleep seven to eight hours. And then if you have some personal time for yourself, where you got to recharge yourself. So the time for growth and that time where you can be and where you can live, it's so important to really, really treasure it. And if the interaction is just like, whether it's in a nice way or in a, some way that you write on the first call, you know, we're going to talk about closing a or doing a sale, then, you know, not my cup of tea. So, sometimes when you're honest, it can be taken differently. But the key is again, you know, setting those boundaries and knowing your priorities.
2: That's really great. And I really enjoy listening to your story and experiences. Uh, and you mentioned a couple of things. So, for example, core values, intention, making a difference. So, there are a lot of people out there who want to, you know, maybe they are just starting out with their business, they might be going through some kind of a career change they might want to start their own business so how did you become aware of these core values what did you do there when you embarked upon this personal development and coaching journey just to share it with the listeners if someone is in that situation in their lives
0: Mm, no that is really good and here's what i'll share is how did i become aware you know it it's, it's a trial and error journey, folks, because what happens is when you start out being an entrepreneur, so first uh, year, I stumbled a lot. And here's what I'll share is that, uh, you know, we kind of all live our lives through our core values, but how do we become aware and how do we include it? It's, it's it, I always say that it's work in progress, because even if you have made a good house, you have poured in great concrete good good foundation and yet you know what let's say if there is flooding and if the water is in there the humidity is high it's still going to shake the ground you need that maintenance and sustenance the way i see it is that i'm a lifelong student and mm-hmm. i believe that every single day i learn what i don't know and there's a lot of it and yet at the same time it's important to know what i know and what I can help people with my experience key things is just kind of sitting down and seeing that we are in a space where you do you. And when I say you do you, meaning like, you know, nobody else can be you. Nobody else can know what's inside your head and nobody else can know what's valuable to you. So the first thing to do is sit down and I am happy to share a values assessment link with you where you can send Mm -hmm. it to people that helps them figure out their core values. So the whole idea is that what are some of the things that you're not willing to negotiate with? So for example, I'll I'll kind of share with you one of the things that I'm not going to negotiate in my clients or the people that I'm going to work with is Mm -hmm. not having a servant heart. And when I say meaning servant heart, meaning like you don't have to go out there and serve people, but it's about having that caring. So I'll just kind of share a story. So for example, like, you know, I've got five core values. How did I decide? It was through trial and error, through my own experiences and then working with coaches. And to this day, I've got two coaches that I work with because what I've learned over the years is that no matter how good of a driver you are, unless you have those automated cars, which shows you that somebody's in your blind spot, you got to turn your head and see if somebody's there in your blind spot. And Mm. so either you're turning, you're being so aware, or you partner up with somebody who's guiding you. For example, for me, I cannot see all my blind spots, even to this day. I have plenty. I am a human being who's flawed. And at the same time, I have a lot of strengths. And here's the thing that it's, uh, it, it has taken me time to come across my core values. And that is one of the things I'm going to share with is having that kindness towards yourself, having that patience and compassion, understanding people who they are. So, for example, I would say that, you know, okay, let's say my core value is servant heart. So, for example, you know, I'm going to share, I'm just going, let's call him John. So John came to me and said that, hey, you know what? When we talked, it was a lot about self-focus. Hey, Divya, you know, I want to write a book that puts me in the best light. I want to do this, this, this. It was all about me, me, me. And same thing. Let's say another girl also came, you know, her name was Lainey. And it was all about like, I did this, I did this, I did this. And I'm so great. I'm so great. I want to write a book about that. And to me... That's fantastic. You did that. That's great power to you. However, I want to work with people who care about other people. It's not about, especially if you're an entrepreneur. So these, you know, one was a corporate leader, but as a corporate leader, you're serving your employees, but it was like, oh, look, look, rah, 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 I'm so good. Help me write a book. and Can you help me create my message and create a platform? And we talked and I said, you know, I would not be the right person to serve you because my core value is totally different and our core values will clash. So one of the best ways to kind of figure out is that what is it that you're not willing to negotiate with? And Mm -hmm. when you're starting out, you do negotiate with a lot of different things. But then you'll find that in most of the cases that it's not going to bring you joy. And to me, it's again defining your definition of success.
2: What is up, Mindset Nation? I hope you guys are enjoying today's episode. And we're going to get back to this conversation very soon after thanking to our sponsors. As a mission and impact-driven entrepreneur, thought leader, visionary, and change maker, have you ever thought of increasing your online visibility, building credibility, and scaling your impact and business by starting your own podcast? If you've answered this question with hell yeah, now this is your chance. According to Edison Research in the US, podcasting is one of the fastest growing medium. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, build credibility and scale your impact and business, I have good news for you. I launch a 12-week group coaching program every single month with four people where I teach how to start your own epic podcast from scratch, build credibility, and scale your online presence and business. In order for you to see that podcasting is something that you want to start, I provide a 30-minute free discovery call where we can see if podcasting is something that can help you scale your brand and business. You can book a free discovery call with me at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash free call. That's again MindsetHorizon.com forward slash free call or simply shoot me an email at Tibor at MindsetHorizon.com. That's T-I-B-O-R, Tibor at MindsetHorizon.com. So Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's get back to today's Mindset Transforming Conversation.
0: If your definition of success is that, okay, I just want to make money, I'm like, good, you can go for it. You can design your business accordingly, whatever your core values are. To me, I'm not here to judge anyone. I'm not to tell anybody how to live their lives. I'm just kind of sharing that for me, values are of paramount. Caring for other people is paramount. And even with caring, it's important. To like, you know, the second is, second value that I have is night yourself. And when I say night yourself is that third value that I have mm. is mindfulness works everywhere. And mindfulness is based on judgment. And when I talk about judgment is that it's absence of judgment. There is no judgment. And folks, as human beings, judgment will show up and it's okay. But you become aware of it and you remove it. The fourth value that I work with is collaboration, not competition, because it's really important to collaborate. And last value that I really work off is relationship, build relationships that matter. So Mm. when I say night yourself, when we talk about night yourself is like taking responsibility. So for example, like, you know, when I worked, when I talked with John and Lainey, they didn't like me. They said, oh, how can you not take us as your clients? They took personal offense. So now my yeah. views are clashing. Should I take them on? Because I'm fearful that they'll go out and talk bad about me. Mm-hmm. That's something for a person to decide you or I cannot tell anybody, right? For me, it was like, okay, you know what? If you go out and badmouth me, there are going to be people when you're an entrepreneur, they are going to be people who will not like you. But it's Okay. Mm-hmm always go back and like look at there's some different stories about my dad that I can tell that it's about you believe your core value is and if you want to stand by it as long as to, to me a core value is something that as long as you're not hurting anyone and this is again defining the definition of hurt right I said very nicely that this is my core value and I'm not the right fit I'm not going to be able to serve you but if the other person takes it in other way, am I responsible for it? I'm not. So it's again, you know, it's that fine going into things and learning as you grow and going into the depth.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So thanks so much for sharing. I'm a huge believer of values. So I'm always, how to say, try to revisit and define my values. I think it's a, it's a great exercise and I'm glad that you are willing to share this assessment with the listeners. I think it's really important when someone is uh, building a business or want to become a leader to, to know about these core values or even just values. And um, I wanted to ask you about your books, talking about values, uh, having an influence. What does it take to become this 10 time bestselling author? Maybe a couple of words about your books Uh, Different topics, and then I want to focus on a little bit on your new book and leadership and becoming an influencer.
0: Absolutely. So, folks, uh, here's what I'll share. What does it take to write a book? You know, my intention is that what I'm putting a piece of my heart out there, and does that mean that everybody will like the book? No, they're not going to like the book. Will they come back with a crushing rejection? Yes, they can. And I know people are like, oh my goodness, that's so morbid that you're talking about. But here's what I say is that, you know, I am an optimist. I'm a dreamer. I'm an eternal optimist. And yet at the same time, if you are dreaming within the reality, then you, it's almost like you hope for the best and yet you can expect that things can go wrong. So that way what happens is you are just not like broken when you fall down. You, because I've I've broke uh, my shoulder in multiple places, and I know what it feels like, folks. And I've fallen so many times. That the key is that when you write those books, it's not for you; it's for the other people because you're already living there, right? To me, it's about living the legacy. It's about putting your wisdom. So you have information, right? And as you experience through your life, as you work with other people, you're serving other people. It becomes knowledge. And then you take that knowledge and when you start living it. So, for example, you did not share these questions with me. I don't know what's coming. I'm just kind of speaking through it. So it's just kind of going through me. So for some of the topics, my knowledge has transformed into wisdom. And now you take that wisdom and put it into the book. And every person has that wisdom, folks. Don't think that you don't have it. Everybody has lived. So many things that, you know, you're just kind of living so many things without you knowing it. You are modeling those behaviors and habits and your knowledge unconsciously and competence and capacity that you have that you translate into books. And when you translate that into books, you know, this is on Amazon and folks uh, just kind of sharing it, you know, Amazon, it's like uh, what you do is you set a lot of marketing And I put my name only behind quality books. The idea is to make it as quality as possible. And does that mean that book is going to be perfect? No, you do your best, you put yourself out there, you publish it, and we do a lot of marketing. And what happens is that it depends on several different factors. And then it takes it to best selling status. And we do that in multiple countries. So that's what uh, it takes. To me, Really, first thing is a really, really good book and mm. going and sharing it with a lot of different other people, getting their feedback, putting it back in the book and writing the book for the reader to help them to ease their pain point and to make their lives better.
2: It's incredible. So you mentioned living a legacy. This is a great form. I think about the podcast the same way. So this is my first uh, creation <laughs> What are the topics that you wrote about? That was my second question. And then, then we can focus on the newest, latest book.
0: So the books that I have written about are on leadership and entrepreneurship. And uh, I have also done, I've co-authored books with a lot of other authors where it's about stories and memoirs. So it's it's a mixed bag of things, but the books that I've written personally Are around emotional intelligence mindfulness stress management critical thinking these are all the tools negotiation these are the tools that help with the life you know it helps you live the life it helps you become the better version of yourself it helps you help others it helps you build that community and surrounding and circle of influence where life's better right and where Things are better for the community and where humanity is better, where we will leave, where we not only live, we leave, we do both a legacy for the next generation to come.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Beautifully said. And I wanted to dive into your uh, latest book, which is Expert to Influencer, How to Position Yourself for Meaningful Impact. And first of all, I wanted to ask you about leadership. So how would you define it uh, for the listener? Me personally, I was mainly focusing on mindset and I got really interested in the neuroscience aspect of the personal development journey. But I just wanted to ask you, how would you define it for the listeners? What is leadership? What is becoming an influencer?
0: Absolutely. So for me, leadership is not teaching, not preaching. It's about living it. It's about modeling it. It's about making a mistake and owning it. It's about having the compassion and the biggest piece of leadership that I believe is having that mindfulness. And when you have mindfulness, It let me define my definition of mindfulness. It's uh, about making a deliberate decision it's about a choice that I want to live my life this way, about bringing awareness to the present moment, living in the present moment, being in the present moment, just being who you are without any judgment. And when the judgment, when I talk about judgment, it's not about you or about others. And folks, is <laughs> does that happen in a day? No, folks, I believe, at least for myself, I'm just kind of sharing my experience that that happens It's work in progress. So it's not about judging somebody else, not judging yourself. It's about accepting, meeting where you are, meeting other people where you are, where they're at and bringing that compassion into the mix. And when you do that, and as a result of that mindfulness, you know, you cultivate empathy, you cultivate, and you have talked about neuroscience, like, you know, it brings brings your brain into focus. It brings love. It brings that connection with people, It breeds self-awareness. So there's so many different things that that leadership does. And when you are talking about the leadership, so leadership is about that tax also and modeling and all that. But the soul of leadership is influence. And why do I say influence is the soul of leadership? Because you're not pushing somebody to be their best. You're not pushing somebody to do a task. You are inspiring somebody else to help them become their best and do their best and help others as
1: well.
2: Wow. You said it so beautifully. So soul of leadership is influence. That's wonderful. So I really love it. And talk to us a little bit about your book so we can dive a little bit deeper into the book. Uh, Who is the book for? What is included? What can someone expect when they, you know, just purchase and read the book?
0: Absolutely. So, when I wrote this book, I don't want to give away all the story about the book itself. Like, you know, you will read it. So, here's what I'll yeah. I believe in giving back, and as part of giving back, I believe that our young generation is the future of the world. And I've got a very, very soft spot for youngsters, and I work with I'm a business mentor, business leadership mentor for a robotics team. And the first year when I was, and I've been doing that for several, several years, but with this particular team, the first year I was totally in there, you know, mentoring them, coaching them, training them. And as the second year, my involvement was much less because I was seeing these young leaders up like great, great, great. And then the third year, it was even less. And I saw that they were mentoring the other youth. So it was just amazing to see this evolution. And to me, this book is written for you if you're ready to step into your potential. Because so many times what happens is that each and every one of us think that, you know, oh, my goodness, most of Think like okay, I cannot do this. There's some hesitation. Then we kind of get in our own way. So this book is for you. I sincerely believe that every person has untapped potential. So this book is for you. If you believe that you achieve something in life, you want to have a good life. You want to impact other people. You want to make a difference, and you want to add value to other people's lives. It is for entrepreneurs. It's for leaders, it's for CEOs, it's for professionals, and there are different sections in it. And the key is that how do you develop influencer? And yes, there will be a lot of people who will be saying, oh, yeah, you know, there are kids who are just natural-born leaders, and they kind of just step into it. Yes, there may be some naturally-born leaders, but I sincerely believe that you can learn to be an influencer. It's about tapping that potential. And now how do you tap that potential? is by building the abilities, building on the strengths that you already have. And the thing is that you have the expertise and yet there's so many people who are not sharing their expertise with others because they don't know how to form heart-to-heart connections. And Mm -hmm. the key is, as you go through the book, you learn to teach your audience how to form that heart-to-heart connection. And how can you build that influencer status? And when I mean influencer status, it's not just the Insta famous. Insta is Instagram and famous is famous. I'm not talking about getting thousands of likes or getting hundreds of followers. It's about how do you impact even one person in your circle of influence. Mm. About like creating that transformation, even for one person or for many people. It's up to you how far and wide you want to take. And there are sections. So the first section is designing it. And then it's about building it. And the third is living it. Because when you live it, that's when the influence starts building. And what we have done is we have used real life experiences, practical experiences, and proven techniques that have worked with my clients and with a lot of different people. So I have made full effort that here I am, right? It's hard for me to work with everyone or there may be people like, okay, I don't have time. Versus with book, you can do it at your pace. And there is work in all folks. And if, <laughs> yeah. if you want to have something like, you know, three minutes a day, or if you want to have something, oh, you know, five minutes quick and all that, it's not for you, but it's about investing in yourself. It's about really having that burning desire that, you know, I want to be living a life that's a legacy. I don't want to wait to leave a legacy. I want to be someone who wants to be living a legacy. I want to be someone who wants to impact others. I want to be someone who has made a difference and I'll be remembered by somebody in their hearts. So that's the book for it is. And as I mentioned about building that brand and building that influence, by being and making it part of your life
2: wow yeah that sounds incredible Uh, and i really love the fact that uh, in one of your interviews you talked about first off you mentioned leading by example also and you don't have to have a title or be a big person director or manager to have an influence or to be a leader i really like the fact that you talk about those as well and um, actually, we are coming to the end of this episode, so I wanted to ask you about books. What are some of the books that you know change your life? As far as I know, you read a lot of books. <laughs> <You read laughs> yes, a lot of books. So, what are some of the books that you would recommend to the listeners? Besides your books, of course.
0: Oh, absolutely. So, oh gosh, I could go on the list. Uh, so I'm just going. Give like, you know, one was Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. One was, you know, Good to Great. Lean In by Cheryl Sandberg. Execution. The Effective Executive by Peter Drucker. There mm. was uh, How to Win Friends and Family. The Six Pillars of Influence. There was wow. Flow. There is Habit. Mm switch <laughs> triggers <laughs> I could you know like a lot of Dr. Wayne Dyer's uh, books so Ooh,
2: I-, I love them yeah
0: mixing science with spirituality and I'm not talking about any religion folks I'm just talking about this connection that we have between human to human to me that spirituality being like an ocean of spirituality
2: yeah so you mentioned Dr. Wayne Dyer so if someone wants to explore more about that that's that's a good direction
0: you know, Brené Brown's books are great as well. Oh my goodness, I could just kind of go on. You know, there's, I'm a book fanatic, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, lifelong learning, as you mentioned, I think a couple of times. That's yeah, that's one of our goals. And before I ask my last question, please just tell the listeners where they can learn more about you online, get in touch, and.
0: So first of all, folks, you know, thank you for listening. I really appreciate the gift of your time. You have done. I would just have one ask of you if you can go and do one kind act for somebody. That would be fantastic. And you can reach me on web. Let me spell out my name for you. D I V S and Victor Y A, P S and Paul, A's and Apple, Rs and Robert, E, K's and Kevin H is in Harry. And you can find me on my website, which is ww.diviaparek.com. And just my name on LinkedIn. Instagram is Make Your Message a Movement. Twitter is Coach Divya. And I'm also on Facebook. So I'd love mm. to chat with you. And if I can support you in any way, happy to do so.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing. And the links are going to be in the show notes as always. And uh, my last question is is a huge one, but I'm comfortable with asking you this question you know, given the fact that you're a coach. So what is your mission and what is the legacy that you want to live?
0: Mm -hmm. Great question. So I not only want to leave, but I want to live my legacy. And that's about building leaders. That's about transforming people. So when people are transformed, they can go and help other people. And if feasible, you know, my utopia is where a world and humanity where people get along and where love and kindness prevails and where we meet people where they're at. And if somebody is honest, you know, we allow them to be honest and share their feelings and be compassionate and be empathetic. So I want to touch as many people's lives as I want. And Tibor, thank you for helping me spread the message by having me on your show. So really appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed this conversation.